0: Hi, Emily. Yeah. We're
1: just talking. I mean,
0: we're recording. What are you talking about, boobs? The yeah, talking about LeBron, to LA. So, boobs, titties, and asses. Are you are you talking about titties and
2: asses? Tim and Tom. We eating. These are airhead shop filled bites. I puke
0: every single time I have an Airhead.
2: Well, this is like a it's like a chewy center. and It's like slightly sour. It's like a it's not an Airhead, but it's like an Airhead branded candy. Yeah, they're better wouldn't. than the standard Airhead. The standard Airhead, it, man, I can get one or two of them, maybe, but not too much. They're they're odd. They always make me puke. They make you puke, huh? Airheads make you puke
0: every single time. I like even if I'm, you know, full belly, empty belly. Uh, in the middle of a meal whatever but every single time hmm. that's crazy
2: airheads i want to guess and i
0: and, yeah and i don't like dislike the taste like it's not like a, oh this is crap like you know i hate pickles it's not like a pickle thing where it's like the texture is making me freak out oh my god now i'm going to gag bleh, bleh, right it's yeah. just oh man that's in my stomach guess what uh, nothing should be in my stomach now
2: you got like is there any other candies like that where like it, everybody seems to love it, but you're like, that's disgusting. I can't
0: candy baby Ruth's. I don't like Yeah, babies. I never I did like that. I want to like it. Well, I want to like it because of the name. Right. So being a baseball fan, being Yankees uh, fan, yeah. you're like, of course I should eat this. This is so much fun. Right. And then I eat it and I go, this should be in a garbage yeah. right now. This <laughs> is horrible. I don't like any of it. So, uh, Baby Ruths are one, but typically I am a sucker for chocolate. So mm-hmm. all of the chocolate I eat. Obviously, yeah, I love you know chocolate. The Reese's, the Reese's peanut butter cups, right? That's number one. Then Snickers, which that's a protein bar. I don't care what you say. That's a protein bar. There's, yeah, like, it, it really it has is, like yeah. I get what you're saying. A third of the sugar, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's a protein bar. Um,
2: it's got all that nougat and nuts and everything. Like that's a –
0: yeah. It's all this oh this is hell It legitimately it
2: it, it legitimately does f- like feel like it's a heavy candy bar of snickers right If you're like man, I'm not gonna eat for the next three hours uh, all I got is this vending machine I'm probably picking the snickers you know because it's like you're saying it's a it's a thick meal man.
0: Well and it's uh, that's smart because remember uh, uh, when I was um, uh, snowed in at 810 during yeah. Christmas 2010 that's what I had
1: snickers, snickers.
0: Huh? i had seven dollars in ones and so i just got hmm. four snickers over the course of what year was this two and a half days 2010
2: so yeah because they didn't 2010? have the they didn't have the cards then nope and cards i mean we had cards but yeah i mean it like was it
0: for like the rare one yeah
2: i don't even know i mean i think they were so frequent but yeah you didn't expect vending machines to have that yet that was like later like i don't know 13 14 maybe even i think um and so, yeah, that's odd that, but that's still recent enough to not have much or any cash on you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I was that's, lucky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was very lucky. Uh, that was a horrible time. So uh, yeah, I had about four Snickers. I did have a Reese's peanut butter cup cause I was living on the edge. And, uh, then I got some bags of chips cause I wanted some salt, you know, oh, gosh. uh, that's all I had
2: stranded and at work on a snow day. It was the worst three hours of your life. Right.
0: No, I was snowed in <laughs> on Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then I didn't go home until uh, the night of the 26th.
2: That's crazy, man. That's so much, and that's here. I mean, yeah. for anybody who's not in the know, that's uh, where a ten. You say that's um what one nineteenth, maybe, and it's on Blue Ridge or something like that, or what? Not Blue Ridge, but um, what do they call that?
0: It's on uh uh by the sixty-nine. It's right next to. But it's right next to the high the or that high school Blue Valley North. Yeah, It's right next to Blue Valley North. There right, 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 yeah. right. Yep. You can see the baseball field for Blue Valley North from the studios at eight ten. So if you know right. that area, that's where it is. Yeah. Slept on a, a bed of promotional T-shirts. That was my uh, that was my bed for two nights. Um, I just took them out and I spread them all out to where it would create like a two to three inch layer off they had the no ground. couch or nothing. No. Uh, and then uh, I took two zip ties and I had my coat and I like ringed my uh, coat together to make it all poofy. And then I took the two zip ties and I snapped it down so the coat would stay poofy. That was my pillow. And there you go. Yeah, there's nothing in
2: there. So what about this holiday, 4th of July? Do you, you do uh, much of anything? Is 4th of July a big holiday for you?
0: no. I hate 4th of July. I don't hate what it stands for, right? Independence from Great Britain, uh, start of the revolution, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Alexander Hamilton. Which, side note, uh, today, July 11th, uh, the day that we're recording this, uh, in 1809 was when Burr, our sitting vice president, killed Hamilton in a duel. Yeah. So if you ever think that politics are crazy, just think our sitting vice president isn't involved in a duel. Well, our president
2: might though, he might fist fight somebody. You think he's in a
0: fist fight? Anyone? (laughs) No, I think think somebody might start a
2: fist fight, but yeah, then they're going to get taken down by, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which by the way, uh, one thing that we don't give, uh, Trump enough credit for being a blonde president. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess any one of them could have been a blonde president the way he is right now. But, yeah, I get the idea. I get what you're saying. Clinton Jimmy was Carter blonde. Was Clinton was blonde.
0: No. I think Clinton was gray.
2: Yeah, but he was blonde, like dirty blonde. Was he? I think, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I always felt like he was like dark was a,
0: hair and then he went gray.
2: No, I thought he was— I, thought, I don't remember. I thought I was, Trump
0: was our first blonde president.
2: I was too young to really care too much at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I knew who he was, oh, yeah. obviously. I knew what he meant, yeah. but, you know didn't really
0: no but Fourth of July so 4th of July I don't like it and this is why it goes back to my, my college days so during my college years and in, in the summers I worked for the city and I took care of uh, all of the baseball fields and the parks uh, around the city right so that's okay. what I would do I'd go drag the baseball fields I'd go mow all the city parks that's what I'd do boop, 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 boop. eight hours a day 40 hours a week there you go right right well, if you don't know, people like to go to the parks and shoot off every stupid firework they can think of. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know people very well, they don't like to clean up after themselves if they don't have to ever go back to that spot.
1: Oh, yeah. So yeah.
0: so they would just, blah right? All of that stuff. Uh, and then the next day, for about the next three days, actually, six hours a day, I'd have to pick up all of those stupid mm, parts.
1: Yeah. Did it yeah.
0: three summers hated. I okay. hated fourth of July. The last summer I started getting uh, seniority cause it was a seasonal job, but then right. I kept getting repaired, you know? So I was like the, uh, senior position of the seasonal, you know, maintenance workers or whatever. So I had keys. I tried on my last summer to lock all of the gates to the mm. parks on July 3rd. Right. Cause I was like, I'm not letting anyone in here. You're, you're I mean, the Grinch
2: of the 4th of yeah. July.
0: Yeah. I was like, you stay out. <laughs> so I locked all the... Not on the- my watch,
2: jingling your keys, right?
0: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Think I'm going to pick up a firecracker? I'll put my firecracker of my foot up your ass. No fun will be had on this 4th. <laughs> yeah, huh? You go celebrate it with a hot dog at your own house. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, my supervisor did a last little run through, called me up and said, hey, what are you doing? I was like, about to clock out. He's like, no, you're not. I was like, why? He's like, you know, why." and I said, damn it.
2: <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, did I forget, uh, to empty the trash? <laughs> you know? Like, no, he's oh, like, Man, I'll get right
0: you, yeah, he said, you know why? And
2: right.
0: I said,
2: damn it. That's on the
0: walkie talkie, you know? So I just like, damn it. And I just let go of the phone and like dropped it and I had to drive and it took me an hour, you know, to
2: go to all the parks oh, and unlock. That's terrible. So, so okay, yeah. so you so you don't like it much. What what did you do then this year?
0: Uh, what did I do? Uh, oh, I did two things. I saw Avengers two. the okay. movie. Uh, that was good. Yeah. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, I kind of sided with the bad guy, which is crazy. The older you get, the more you start to understand the the villain, right? Yeah. In all these
2: movies. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. <laughs> I've got okay. So I've got movie reviews to talk about later too. But but go on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, you know, she's not, she's not all wrong.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: necessarily uh, yeah.
0: disagree. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had some good, like, uh, adult jokes. So the villain gets not spoiler, but the villain gets arrested and they're like, how do you feel that the villain? I don't remember her name. The villain got arrested and the young teenage daughter goes, well, she's very rich. So she'll just get a slap on the wrist. And I was like, look at that that is
2: accurate realism in this comic book <laughs> yeah. movie
0: yeah exactly I was like, that's very accurate even uh-huh. though you obviously uh-huh. can't run that fast same um, with ours
2: yeah same I, I i've got a very man this is fun our, our, we're gonna have eerily similar movie reviews this is fun
0: yeah so saw avengers 2 and then so in the month of june gave up ice cream i was like i oh, eating too much ice cream i need to stop Right. Because it's just it's satisfying in the moment, but it doesn't keep me filled. So it's not like a good like dessert. You know, like like you said, the Snickers keeps you filled for a while. Right. Your stomach is full. You, you can process and do other things. Ice cream is just like a, and then, oh, what was that? Right. And you're just right. now you want something else. So it's just empty calories to me. So the month of June gave up ice cream. So July, I was like, hey, let's give it another shot. Betty Ray's out here in the Waldo area had had Joe's Kansas City barbecue ice cream. Yeah, that's awesome. It was weird. So the first two bites are as weird as you think, right? It's as, like, you're tasting it. You're like, that's a barbecue sauce. This is a vanilla ice cream. I think I have a little bit of a burnt in. Uh, There's some other types of texture that tastes good. What? But then you get into but then you get into a conversation, right? So it's just like this and you're eating it and you're like, this just tastes good. You don't think about it. You know, right. first two bites, crazy weird. After that though, you're like, hmm,
2: like it. yeah, that's good. Okay. That's good. Yeah.
0: So that was about the highlight of my 4th of July. Uh, some of the dogs in the neighborhood were all scared. That made me sad. Cause mm-hmm. I don't like when dogs, Because mm-hmm. it's not their fault.
2: Yeah. You know? our, dogs do not like, you. our dogs do not like that 4th of July either. And so, for anybody new listeners we have five dogs out here and yeah but they we managed to keep them decent so we had we hosted folks over uh some of her friends uh you know those i've talked about my wife's friends i actually got a circle of friends that have all been friends since like middle school that you know all their families came over and stuff and uh um tom we managed to only set one boat on fire uh over the course of the evening. So it all worked out, I think, in the end, right? I mean, you you know, do a little barbecue, set some stuff on fire, and then, you know, have your Fourth of July, right? So clarify, clarify. You only, what now? Set we only one set one boat? boat on fire, yeah. So only, you know, that's the only thing that caught on fire out there. Yeah. Well, so we had this little, all right. So out here on the ranch, we were letting some of the kids set off fireworks, right? Their smoke bombs, their sparklers, all that kind of jazz. So we did it down by our pond. Uh, where we've got a burn pit and stuff, so um, we were letting them do that. And then there's an old paddle boat that was there when we moved in that we had to drag out of the pond, basically. And it's all busted up and broken, and sitting there until I figure out you know where I'm gonna dump it. And uh, mm-hmm. the kids are setting some stuff off of there because it's like a flat surface, you know, uh, as sense. opposed okay. to the grass, right? Mm-hmm. And then at one point, one of the guys like, "Oh no, the fire is on here! Like the it's the you know what I mean like it's it's catching fire." And I was like, "Ah." Let it burn, right? You know what I mean? Which, which then I was like, eh, maybe not, right? It's plastic. I'm not going to let that thing burn, right? But then they were like, oh, and I was like, it'll be fine. It'll probably just burn out real quick, right? Well, that is not what happened, Tom. Huh? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, this plastic starts melting and burning and just dripping down like onto the grass. So, thankfully, we were prepared. We had the uh, ATV out there with the water sprayer on the back. Uh, and I went in there like a hero and saved everyone's life and put out this uh, paddle boat fire out there this is, you know this is how you get down mm. in the fourth of july out here in the in the in the country tom
0: not all heroes wear capes
2: right exactly right right no but the uh, you know as adults we were having our beverages we were having our barbecue uh and then some of the kids were setting off some you know one of the guys went one of the parents went and bought a whole bunch of fireworks and you know the big ones right so mm-hmm. uh, we were shooting some of those off and i've got the best fireworks view uh you should come out next year tom because uh, we sit out here on top of the hill and we've got you know i've told you about a a view 180 out here where you can just see kind of the whole s- skyline of the city as it were, not the, you know, downtown skyline, but you get the idea. Uh, and you can see 40 to 50 fireworks, things going off at once at, 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 the whole time we sit on our porch, watch it. We went up and sat on the roof. Like there's a little, uh, roof alcove outside of these windows. Uh, a bunch of us went out there and sat there and watched it. So it's a fun time out there in 4th of July. But over that weekend, Tom, I manned up and went and installed a new mailbox. Like, Dug a post hole, uh, new mailbox uh, post hole. I'm not a, uh, you know me, I'm not a uh, crafty uh, handyman. So this took probably more effort than probably anybody who knew what they were doing. But uh, uh, I sent a man up and go out there and do that. So we had been trying to get our mailbox moved to the other side of the street. Um, I had to fight the post office and say, hey, I don't want to cross the street to my mailbox. A hill's right here. People come speeding over here. I don't want to do it. What did you have
0: to, what did you have to, um,
2: Well, they have a route, so you got to, like, clear it with them, and you got to clear, like, the spot with them when you move your mailbox and stuff. What? Well, yeah, you can't, like, just move it necessarily to the other side of the street because they have their routes planned, and they sort their mail when they go out. Right? You know what I mean? Like, they (laughs) hit this. Right. So. um,
0: It's a, it's a, no, that's dumb. It's a customer service. The customer's always right. If the customer (laughs) wants it on top of their roof and throw it up
2: there it wasn't even about that so well so they gave me some of that they were like well we've planned out our routes and i was like look i don't care about your route setup that can be reset i'm telling you me and my kids when we have to go get our mail we're out here on this county road that gets enough traffic it's not nothing right but uh and the house isn't right on the road so people don't even know there's like a house right where we're at you know and this they come over this hill and the hill's close and it's happened a couple times. I've got to like kind of back off into this ditch because people aren't really, if they're texting and driving or whatever, they might not see me there. And I'm not like off the side of that like, it's on the road. I've got to be standing in the road to get to it. Right. And I was like, this ain't happening. I'm not going to keep doing this. Right. Um, so I called them. I was like, Hey, I need to move this back to the other side of the street. Like I know it used to be on this side of the street because in the Google images, um, you know what I mean? Like it was before I bought the house, it was on the other side of the street. So I just want to move it back over there. And they were like, well, you know, it's scheduled this way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, it's not safe. I'm not, I'm not doing that. And they were like, well, it's not even safe for the driver either. You know, he's he's in the truck and people could be coming over the hill. And I was like, he's got a mail truck around him. I was like, I'm yeah. standing out here. I, like, I started getting angry with these people, right? I was like, no, man. And he was like, well, we'll talk to the driver. And I was like, I was like, you, you talk to the driver, but if he says no, you can't move it, I'm gonna demand somebody come out here and stand with me because like this is not cool like you can't sit here and tell me that the driver's route is more important you know what i mean like that can just be resorted i was like i understand that's not maybe as easy as it sounds but i'm concerned about me and my children's safety on this road out here i don't care what you say i'm gonna keep bothering you until this happens right so one day i go to work and as i'm leaving a little side story so we can get further down the road uh dead raccoon outside right outside my road like somebody had hit a raccoon on the street, like as I'm leaving my gravel drive to get on the road, dead raccoon right in the way. So I get out and I like pull it off to the side of the road real quick. Right. Shove it mm-hmm. off to the side. And I was like, I'll get that later today when I get home. Right. So I get home, uh, after work, right. Long, hard day of work, right. Doing, you know, hard, hard work and stuff that I do. And, um, I get back and the I checked the mail again. It's on the other side of the road. And the mail carrier had put one of those like little notes, like you missed a package or something in there. Right. And he says, mm-hmm. uh, Hey, it's cool. You can move your mailbox, uh, to the other side of the street. I just have to be able to access it from the road. You know I mean? There's, there's like height things like you can check online to make sure it's like installed to a certain height and all that stuff. And he's like, uh, I'd probably just put it right where the dead raccoon is. And I was like, yeah, thanks man. <laughs> it's like, great. This is how, you know, this, I know I'm out in the country here. That's my description from the post office. Like you can put it where the dead raccoon is. So,
0: Obviously.
2: so, uh, so I did, that's what I did. You know what I mean? I, I took the raccoon, found a, a spot around the Creek to toss it. And then, uh, the raccoon you hear this you hear how i'm talking man when did i turn into the into this country guy this was not i've never been this
0: yeah i think it was in you you think so i think yeah i think (laughs) it was very deep down deep down you just yeah the less uh, contact you have with people the more you get Mm -hmm. this way
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) makes a lot of sense tim
2: yeah the more you like to shelter yourself in a cave away from everyone else miles away uh, yep. You know, yeah.
0: next thing, next thing, uh, on, on next week's episode, Tim will have a tinfoil hat on. So
2: no, I don't know about all that. No,
0: nope. eh, nope. we'll get there. We tin do this long hat. enough. Yeah, we do this long enough. You're going to be telling me about conspiracies that you heard from Sean Hannity.
2: Oh gosh. If I'm yeah. talking to you about conspiracies that I heard from Sean Hannity, uh, it will not be in support of what Sean Hannity was saying. We'll see.
0: Hey, uh, you said you saw some movies. If
2: that happens, Uh, you need to slap me. Like Instagram, live video, whatever you got to do.
0: Yeah, no, I'll put five across your lip. (laughs) Um, You said you saw some movies. Tell me about these movies. What did you see? So I saw uh, Incredibles 2. What did you
2: see? My son has been – my wife has been encouraging him and both of our children to read more during the summer. He's not playing the Fortnite so much.
0: And what? Uh, hold on pause yeah Fortnite. Mm-hmm. what in the hell is
2: this oh man it's a it's a huge
0: it's no, not I'm like i know it's I, good, but what is it
2: i don't know i don't play the game but i get the ideas it's not it looks like the way the game acts like if you're gonna sit down and play the game the characters move around you're shooting at people and apparently you're also building platforms and stuff to shoot people from i don't know the those kind of details but it looks and acts like any other game that you play let's say you play the uncharted or the assassin's creed right there's this world you're running around if you're playing a live version of like call of duty right so it's this live action game that you're playing you can play solo or with a bunch of friends right and they're all talking to each other so all their friends from school and stuff are playing at the same time they all agree to play at the same time or whatever or one will be streaming their thing overnight someone will tune in and watch stuff like that right it's just a you know what I mean? shoot em up game that they all play together. And Isn't that the, the, a weird... Well, the thing about th- it, I think, is that it's cross-platform. Anybody can play at the same time in the same game that's like, from what I understand, I could be wrong, somebody let us know, but Xbox can play against PlayStation, and you can play it on your phone also in the same same setup, right? Like, everybody can be playing in the same thing at the same time regardless of their device or service or whatever, right?
0: Yeah, isn't that a crazy phenomenon that's happened, I want to say, in the last five years, it seems like maybe a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. that a a source of entertainment is to watch people Mm. play video games.
2: Yeah, man, I said this to myself, and I said it's not even like that you're watching friends play video games. There were many times in my life where I watched my friends play video games because I was at their place at a party something, but this is... So it's a little bit, it's a, it's an extension of that across medium, uh, medium, uh, media, but you know, in the, you know, as the plural of medium, right. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, I said, I said that to him, I was like, it's like, it's not like that situation. It's more like you're standing in a room with a whole bunch of other people watching somebody play like you came as an audience and you're standing behind them and they, and they're talking, but they're never like actually addressing you. You can't ask them questions. You know what I mean? Like, but they can do some chat and stuff like that sometimes. And they can speak back for, I guess. So yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's I, weird. that one, I don't get a whole lot, but I also don't not get what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, some of the draw to Two it, things.
0: One, I would understand watching someone play a video game. If for example, I, I've watched a couple YouTube videos where it was, uh, guy or woman I can't remember sets world record for beating Tetris in under a minute yeah. or whatever Ugh. that is right wow that's amazing that's cool and then I've also watched the videos where the guy plays Madden and there's a fumble at the one inch yard yeah, line. Right. the other guy grabs it scores a touchdown there's some trash talking between the two friends but it's over the Madden video game okay that's funny but you're watching a guy play it or a woman right play a video game in which you could play and they're not doing anything special yeah that's the well, part where i don't understand if you're gonna watch the, i understand to a certain degree the the e sports revolution that's going right. on i've seen it on espn right so these like five on five they just a deal to show some of that stuff Right, yeah, the two right. K where it's the best of the best five on five play an NBA two K sure. on a big giant screen. Okay, right, because that's the best of the best. But if I'm watching Carl,
1: right, down your buddy the Carl,
0: street, right. well, no, it's just Carl. Right. I don't know. That's weird. I can do this. I don't have to watch someone else. Yeah. I'll go do it. So it's my
2: son watches a bunch of YouTube videos of people that play but these guys are like they have you know they're like famous gamers have millions of followers uh you know what i mean like so i, I but i still kind of don't get it but i it started happening when he was playing minecraft uh he was big into minecraft at the time and he says uh i come in and he's playing it on his tablet and he's got his computer going and there's somebody playing the game uh, on the youtube and I was like, are you watching somebody play the game, but like a different version of the game that you're playing right here? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, I mean, this game's kind of, it moves kind of slow, you know, he's like, so I can kind of pay attention to that. And he's like, and then I see what they're doing and, you know, it gives me some ideas, which I get in that game, I guess, because there's so much to that game where you're building and you're, you know what I mean? You may not know what you can do, right? Like, but watching somebody play Madden. You know what I mean? I never yeah. got that because I'm like, I know how to, I know everything about that. You're not going to show me to, how to do something that I can't do. Like, uh, maybe like some of those shoot 'em up games, I I've, I could understand watching. Like the, I cannot understand how to beat level 14. How the hell do you beat level 14? Right. And you finally want to get, you know what I mean? I think there may have been a time where I did that, but yeah, I don't get it. So, so the wife tells the kids, all right, get up to Fortnite, right? Read more. Has been taking them to the library, getting books and everything. And my son was Good. like, well, I don't know, you know, like, I, you know, like he just never knew really. You know, he's like, I I don't know what to pick because he kind of reached the stage where he's done with the real kid books and stuff. He's 11 now, you know, so he was like, I don't you know, what I mean, it's a tough age. So my wife was like, well, and so she was like, what about blah, blah, blah. She starts looking through stuff and he uh, they they come across the Hunger Games. Right. And she was like, well, there's four of these books. She was like, hey, I tell you what, you finish these four books uh, in the summer and then we'll we'll watch all the videos. We'll do like a, a weekend and we'll just, you know, we'll watch all four movies of them. And he was like, "All right, cool." And he did that in like a month. He finished all the four books, loved them a lot, and so we like watched all the movies. We watched all four of the Hunger Games. We watched two back to back on one day, and then two on the next day. Um, and I had no clue. Have you ever seen these movies at all? You know, the bad one.
0: Yeah, saw. Do you know they're one.
2: about like revolution and imperialism and? Mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I had no clue whatsoever. Really interesting mm-hmm. plot and and uh, and how it played out in characters. Uh, odd. <laughs> odd setting i felt like you know what i mean i was like this is odd like i get it was supposed to be some kind of futuristic you know but i was just kind of like eh. you know what i mean like so some of that was a little hard to overcome a little bit of an uncanny valley there for me but uh but very interesting movie's good like it played out well the actors were fun in it woody harrelson plays so many different roles for being such a uniquely identifiable individual You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, for
0: having that face. Yeah. He can play a lot of roles. Yeah, Yeah, he's played so
2: many different characters. And well, like always well.
0: And he was the dumb one on Cheers. Who would have thought the dumb one on
2: Cheers would be this guy? Wait, he was the guy from White Men Can't Jump. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, man. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, I give all those a thumbs up. But, yeah, very interesting. And so what we kept going was my wife was like, she was like, oh, man, she was like the districts of the rest of the world and America's the capital, huh? And I was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty much what they're – yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that, she was the like – uh, yeah,
0: my only my only criticism of the Hunger Games and even those really good types of uh, franchises is sometimes – and again, I only saw the last one, which I saw the last one and. Uh, it would have been entertaining to see the other ones, but I got the whole gist from the last one. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. They explain
2: saying? it well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Is uh, just stop with a good story, and maybe this is me, but a good story doesn't have to be centered around a love story. Right. You know what I, mean? I know it. There's, there's more to a human than finding love. Now, I'm not saying that's not the greatest thing, right? Mm-hmm. But there is, I mean, go on to YouTube and put in motivational video and all of these motivational videos are not circle yeah. or are not uh, centered around finding your true love. You know, you know what? I think they do that. Within and things like that. You
2: no, know I think they do that. And and it's a, it's, it's I'm sh- largely this will be for lazy reasons, right? Cause it's easy. And, uh, it'll, it's a nice way to think about what's the challenge on different movies to invoke this. But that love story is an easy way to get the widest audience that can identify
0: Oh, wide yeah. disc oh, yeah. audience mm-hmm. that
2: can identify with something right
0: mm-hmm. yep, of course right oh, yeah,
2: like course. every demographic every person can oh, identify and I'm, with
0: not, I'm not necessarily hating it it's oh just sure of course right yeah, yeah. In whenever they came out what like 2015 16 something like that mm-hmm. and, and that year you would hope that we could evolve to tell more meaningful stories. For example, one movie that has always stuck with me, and I actually met the guy at Central Missouri, spoke on our campus, was uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, the Will Smith with his son.
1: Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Just yeah.
0: trying to be a better person, trying to overcome yeah. the, the limitations that he either set on himself or society set on him. But that could be a little bit of Hunger Games. You know right. what I mean? Because oh, obviously, yeah. like you said, the the capital is United States mm-hmm. and you know the rest of the cities are the world. Let me see some more of yeah you know Jack and Jill
2: from well, and City they, B. They really could have yeah they really could have got into more of the the man versus self storyline where I mean that that central figure Katniss. Uh, she really could have gotten more into so and they touched on that, like some of her own doubts and her own insecurities yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you really could have hit that harder, and it could have been a much more compelling, like, so many people can identify with that, right? Like, insecurity right, and self esteem issues.
0: Yeah, but then it's not a fun first date. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, sure, I, of course. I'm not naive to know why. Sure, of course. They didn't go that. It's just, I wish, and this is more generally, generally speaking, not just Hunger Games, it goes for. You know, Harry Potter and all the other franchises is like is you just don't need, in my opinion, to have the whole thing be on. Will he get the girl or will she Mm -hmm. end up with the guy? It can be more than that to me. What I
2: did like about that one, though that particular love triangle story that they did was they did a really good job of making it really understandable as to be like, well, yeah, of course she likes both of these guys. You know what I mean? She was like, those people saved each other's lives. And then this guy she's known since like, has been her best friend. Like, of course, like why nobody could blame her. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? It was like a, well, what the fuck? Like, of course she would love both or feel have feelings. You know what I mean? Like, so that was interesting for me. Cause I was like, I want to see how they play this out. Right. Cause Yeah. That would be confusing as hell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because the societal standards say it's got to be this one person, right? Pick one. Right? I was like, this is fun. So that did kind of, it was, you know, it didn't turn me off. You know what I mean? Like of the, you know. Now, so you get more of that across every movie. So they hit that a little bit harder in like movie one and two, the the love story triangle part of it. Like it's a bigger part of those. So maybe that's why I think some of that because you didn't see those, right? Because they played that really well in the earlier movies.
0: Who would have thought in a podcast in 2018 that you'd get a Hunger Games review, huh? Mm-hmm. How about
2: that? Right. We're wide-ranging here. Well, just, T- you know, so we talk about this a lot. Like, uh, we, we've we always uh, brooded over that uh, we don't like comic book movies. We don't like the sci-fi, right? We're just like, it's it's not based... It's too far removed from reality for us, usually, right? We don't like the superheroes because, like, I don't fly, right? You're like, it's, it's too much yeah. for us to overcome, right? Uh, this, again... Not too terribly hard to write. You're just like, okay, well, if somebody decided to start sending people to this fight to the death thing, and it's in a more futuristic thing, yeah, they just everybody's got to watch it, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that doesn't sound too far fetched, right? Like, I could see that, I guess. So uh, the Hunger Games that was decent, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're son was into that, and like you said, uh, just you know, we'll take some more chance. 2018, the year of the new idea, right? I was like, all right, well, hey, well, watch these movies. So are you reading anything? So if your son is reading a book
0: are you reading a book I what are you reading
2: right now? I the last thing I just read was rich dad poor dad I read the first 25 pages of that uh, which is a like a a finance book, right? Like a personal finance book that was written a while back. Like, a, like a
0: Gordon Ramsay or not Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Who's the Ramsey, yeah. Dave Ramsey kind of thing.
2: Yeah, right. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. kind of thing like that. Yeah. So this guy, the story of this guy, now he, this guy tried to put his book out twenty years ago and he had to self-publish it because nobody would buy into it. And then like all the things he was saying, like, hey, you shouldn't do this because it's bad. Hey, this is gonna hurt you uh all happened in the major market crash. So then everybody was like, Oh, they re put the book out and it became like a big thing. It's like, oh, this guy's super smart, and he was like, Yeah. Right? And so I'm reading the updated version he's basically like gloating about that in the beginning. You know what I mean? He was like, mm-hmm. so he kind of did some revisions, kind of hit on that and then like was able to give more real-world examples in this updated revision because of that. So his thing is he grew up with two dads basically, not not like they were partners but a divorce or something like that or yeah. you know what I mean I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't got too yeah. far deep in the story. I've only read the overview and the basics of what he's talking about yet. So he had two dads. One, he said they were both successful. One one had uh, multiple college degrees, blah, blah, blah. One didn't, uh, one had, you know, they both had very different outlooks on money. Right. But they both had jobs and were considered successful at the time. He's like, but one died, what I consider poor. Cause he had bills left, that you know, the kids had to cover and the one left $10 million to his, to his blah, blah, blah. And that's not the one who had the college degrees. Right. Like, so he's discussing like in his life, hearing these different financial advices and having to be like, well, what the hell is right and having to figure out who was right and what setting and everything. And, Basically, he was like, I, I learned pretty early on that I was going to start listening to the guy who didn't have the degrees because he seemed to know more what he's talking about, and that's the guy who left $10 million, right? So he gives all these kind of fun things. So I read that, but I've also got to finish uh, the Daniel Bryan book. Uh, I've got that oh. set up next so I can finish that because I'm about, I want to say a little over halfway. I'm 60% done with that. You've loaned me that wow. book. So I, I keep looking at it like, man, I need to get that back to Tom. Uh, and and it's fun. Oh, like It's definitely. interesting because Daniel Bryan's great. And so uh, I've enjoyed the book up to that so far. But um, that's what I've started reading now, but I have not done enough reading myself. Like, they've been busy working around the house and stuff, man.
0: Well, that makes sense. What about you? Uh, I'm reading Basketball and Other Things by Shea Serrano, nice. which was a book that was recommended by uh, the 44th president of the United States of America, Barack Obama. It is not an actual, like, book book in the traditional sense. There's pictures, there's illustrations, it is uh, comical, it is goofy, it is weird. But if you are a basketball fan, specifically from the 1980s, 1980 to today, this book is for you. Every chapter is different. It's weird. It's bizarre. The last chapter I read was a fictional scene where uh, Dwayne Wade was suing Allen Iverson for being the sixth most influential basketball player in the history of the game, and Bill Russell was the judge. Right. And it's just bizarre. And then he, but then he goes into serious topics like what NBA championship is the most important to the NBA history. He ranks that from one to 1980. He creates a, uh, fictional basketball player, like a Frankenstein basketball player of the best attributes of everyone to make this one basketball player. But it's not in your traditional sense, right? He puts in there, the Steph Curry, three point shot, uh, the dunking abilities of Vince Carter. But then he puts like, the on fight or the on court fight ability of Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, right. Or the the hairline of Paul George. Mm. And so like he goes into so many weird different things. He's a big San Antonio Spurs fan, so he always gets a little sore spot when he talks about uh, for example, the Heat beating the Spurs, uh, in the finals, things like that. Reading that, and then I also started on the other end of the spectrum it's called manhunt and it is about the 20 or excuse me, the 12 days after uh, booth shot mm. and killed Lincoln and that manhunt title ensued um, of trying to find him. And then basically the historical records uh, word of mouth from people who knew booth and where he was going and what he was saying. Uh, Also, police records, you know, things of that nature. Really, really good into that. Oh, and that makes that book is really fun because I, as you know, I just went to D.C. not too long ago. Went to the Ford Theater, saw where Lincoln was shot, looked at the theater, walked the path that Booth took to get to the um, uh, seat that Lincoln was in. Really, really entertaining, especially since that is in the back of my mind, so I can picture this, you know uh, path that he took and where Lincoln took, uh, his path to get to a seat. And then what happened after that and the exits and the enter, uh, the entering of the building. It's really cool. So those yeah. are the two books I'm reading.
2: So you brought up the NBA, man. Uh, what do you make of LeBron to the Los Angeles Lakers?
0: What a stupid move.
2: Uh, yeah, it seems like it's, it feels like it's more about the, Hey, I'm going to make these movies. I'm going to kind of transition out. You know, he's got like they're a summer just, home there, you know.
0: Then just retire. Yeah, man, man, it's
2: money, man. It's so much money.
0: Well, then then so stop tired. paying attention to him. That's the thing. If you don't care about the basketball games, then neither do I. That's how I feel. If if you're literally saying, "Hey, I'm 33. I'm starting to transition from you know, life in uh the NBA to space jam two and right. yada yada yada. Well, cool. Cause guess what? Now when you're the seventh seed and you get bounced in the first round, I don't want to hear of what will LeBron do in the offseason because you have checked out. You have checked out, so I'm checking out. So what I will do is after you do become the seventh seed and get bounced in the first round by the Golden State Warriors, is I'm going to focus in on what will the Oklahoma City Thunder do? What will the moves be on the East from you know mm-hmm. teams like the Boston Celtics and Philadelphia 76ers? Because you're not taking this serious anymore. And that's what's sad.
2: What? And especially if you're building a team with Lance Stevenson and Rondo. I mean, like this sounds like a circus is about to happen down here in Los Angeles. You
0: went out of your way <laughs> on your own free will to sign with a team that's associated with Lonzo and LeVar ball.
2: Yeah. I forgot about the ball family being in that situation too.
0: House. How? Oh, I can't wait. I hope LeBron hits a game it's, it's winner. LeBron, and Lance, ball. and Lonzo. <laughs> yeah. I hope there's a, there's a game in LA where LeBron hits a game winner and LeVar ball goes to hug him and he just gives him the cold shoulder. That would be perfect. That would be the greatest theater in the NBA season. Uh, But it doesn't honestly matter uh, that LeBron went to LA because Mm. DeMarcus Cousins went to Golden State for $5 million. Here's the craziest thing about the financials of that deal is Kevin Durant restructured his um, contract for a new two-year contract and the money they saved on taxes from the restructuring of the Kevin Durant deal is what paid for... The DeMarcus Cousins deal and DeMarcus Cousins for anyone who's not an NBA fan is arguably the second or third best power forward offensively, maybe top five defensively in the NBA. So now you have the greatest shooter of all time in Steph Curry, the greatest scorer arguably in Kevin Durant, a man who shoots threes as if they're going out of style and they're going to take away the line. Clay Thompson, who put up 27 points in one quarter a perennial top two Defensive Player of the Year, Draymond Green, and now DeMarcus Cousins, who I just told you about, as their starting five.
2: So how long do you think Kevin Durant has got where he's still playing at this elite level where if he goes on team, they can help them make a run for the finals? Because like, if in two years... The Warriors start falling apart because they've got to pay these guys, or they got to move. He can just go to another team that's doing that, also. You know what I mean, like, and just do a two-year deal, and then like, I mean, then we're talking another four years down the road. He's probably gassing out at that point, isn't he? No, Maybe he's not. five
0: years younger. Yeah, that's he's true. five years uh, That's true. He's, he's young. five years younger than uh, LeBron.
2: Yeah, so man, he could just keep bouncing around and then wind up with and, eight, nine titles by the time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he's an extraterrestrial. He shoots like a six-foot-one. Point guard, and he's seven foot. He's he's as tall as Shaq, and he shoots like Steph
2: Curry. He's got. If you look at Kevin Durant, I said this to my wife, and she's. I don't think she's wrapping her head around it. He's got a negative neck. It looks like his shoulders and his head. Like it looks like his neck goes like in. Like, it's, like he doesn't have a neck. Like his head's sitting below his shoulders, almost. Really odd. Really odd, but he's amazing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, get he's
0: it. crazy. It's crazy that he can get a shot off with a defender who has to athletically keep up with them, yet the defender's not tall enough to get into his face to disrupt the shot. That's bizarre. It's so bizarre that he can do that. Um, So, yeah. Here's the thing, though. This is one thing that's irritated me uh, speaking about basketball, though, because DeMarcus Cousins went to the Golden State Warriors, and now everyone wants to poo-poo. Oh, well, basketball's not going to be fun. We know who's going to win. You always know who's going to win. It's down to seven teams every year. Like, who cares? Um, So now we know who's going to win. It's still fun. But don't fault the Golden State Warriors for doing these moves, right? DeMarcus Cousins chose to take that cheap contract, and— The idea of an organization is to make money and win games. And guess what? They're making a lot of money and they're winning a lot of games. So from an organizational standpoint, if they put out their financials and their revenue and all that, you would say that's the team that should be uh, winning all the championships. And then you look at the championships, you go, well, they're winning all the championships.
2: And here's what I think the NBA has figured out that other team like the NFL is struggling a little bit, I think, with is that. The regular season, the NFL, not less because there's less games involved, but like with the NBA, the regular season is much more niche of an audience than like the postseason is, right? post is where they get that swell of mainstream fans who are going to catch like the finals and the conference finals and everything. So the whole like, well, we know who's going to win. Well, yeah, they want all the stars loaded there because that's their like big paydays. That's their WrestleManias. That's their Super Bowls, right? Like, if if you want to spread that talent out so that the regular season becomes more thing well you're only catering then to your your guaranteed small audience does that make sense right you've got those mm-hmm. guys you've got them they don't right. ca- you know what i mean like the, they've got them so they don't care about that because golden state's not i mean unless they go on another hey we might break the record of wins in a season streak which I, you know what i mean that didn't happen this year so i don't know that you know the addition of cousins is going to maybe push them to that i don't know
0: I mean, they set the record, so they'll try to break their own record. You know, why not? Uh, yeah, so I, I think you can't fault the Golden State Warriors as an organization as a, or as a player uh, because here, here's the other thing, too, where the Kevin Durant argument gets a little uh, aggravating for me to hear is as a competitor, man, as a competitor, I could never lose to a team and then sign with that team. I can I want to make my job way easier. Everyone wants to make their job way easier. So why would you not say, "Hey, I can make more money in a better market, and then I can also win"?
2: All right. So the basketball. Uh, let's move on from there. What about the soccer? The World Cup. We're down to to France and Croatia. You give a shit? You don't learn? We, we've talked about this. You're not the biggest soccer guy.
0: Well, so I really want to like soccer. I've always tried to lock soccer, right? Um, I think it's fascinating. Uh, I hate some of the rules, specifically offsides. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, I don't know how you can be a a person with self-respect when you flop and cry like Neymar. Uh, you should be punched square in the face. I think there should be cards and he, and this goes to the, back to the NBA too. Mm-hmm. If if the purpose of your offensive possession or in the in, in regards to soccer, attempted offensive possession is to draw a foul on the defense mm-hmm. in a, in a way that is with less integrity, let's just say. Yeah. Trying to say it nice as possible, I think there should be a foul called on you for delay of game mm-hmm. because you are yeah. just being a jerk.
2: They they have there is some in soccer now where they can they can card them, uh, which uh, in so in the soccer you get that yellow card, you get another one, you're out. And, you know I mean, a red card, you're out immediately. So, like, they can yellow card them if they're doing that. Um, But they don't – you know, I don't think they do it enough. And uh, I I was listening to some people talk about – they thought it would – soccer at some point should just do a, oh, if you're hurt so long that you've got to stay down for X amount of time, then we're getting off the field and you're out for five minutes. Right? So that stuff at the end of the game is Mm going to go away. Right? Like, you can't come back on for another five minutes. Right? Like, like,
0: yeah. Now, in football, they do it because it's honestly – most of the time a legitimate health concern right, right. but if you stop the the um the play of action because of an injury you have to sit out the next play and that's right. typical right so like if you are laying on the ground because of a high ankle sprain you have to sit out one play i think they should do something like that in soccer but
2: going to the world cup and i wouldn't even give them another man cuz they do it all the time in soccer where you're down a man you're out 5 minutes yeah. and there's no sub yeah. like you know what i mean if uh, you sub in someone you're done for the game like how about that
0: yeah I like so I like the World Cup in regards to it's the greatest players playing against each other, right? It's a so true World Championship, I, right? That's what I well I don't care about the term World Champion is so stupid, right? Yeah. Dirk Nowitzki from Germany played for the Dallas Mavericks. That's pretty
2: world. Right. Oh, but this champion. is a lot, I mean like all these countries. There, it's it's the actual countries against each other. Like guys will leave their their oh, country yeah, to go play regards, for, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they take it like real serious around the world. Cause in most of every other country, it's the most popular sport.
0: Well, it's the most popular sport because the world is broke and It's a poor man's game. That's why it's the world. It <laughs> it's
2: is. not here like, that's, though. That's been the right, big issue you know here. Right? Cause
0: we ain't broke as a country. We ain't broke. So we ain't oh, yeah, playing that yeah, game. Yeah, right. Right. We got other resources. We can grab a football. We can go uh, ma- make a makeshift basketball goal. Right. The, the, but, the reason it's the world sport is right. because the
2: world is reasons aside. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it is, what it the is right?
0: it's the world. Yeah. It is the world sport. Right. included. Uh, but I, I find it interesting, right? I like the the, 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 other than Neymar, I watched, for example, England's last two games at work, uh, because people at work really like the world cup. um, and so I've been watching it and I've found it interesting. It's been fun. It's been, you know, it's exhilarating when, when it they gets get around to, the goal. When it
2: gets to penalty kicks, that gets real fun. You know what I mean? Like yeah, real that, nail biting.
0: That, oh, that's, yeah. That As far as entertainment, I love it. If I was a competitor, I'd hate it because it makes absolutely oh, yeah. no sense yeah. how to, I understand it from an entertainment uh, aspect, right? So it's, hey. This is a lot of fun. High drama, right? Is the goalie going to go the right way? Is the uh, guy kicking the ball going to make a goal? Oh, stay tuned, right? It's awesome. It's edge of your seat kind of theater. If I was a competitor, though, it makes absolutely no sense. And to equate that to a uh, baseball game, it would be as if instead of keep going extra innings, let's just say they go to 12. So they go nine innings. It's tied. And then they go to 12 innings. After the 12th inning, then they decide, you know what we're going to do? Whoever can throw it the fastest. It's like that's not indicative of how this game is played.
2: You know what I would almost do is I would do it almost like in the vein of college football's overtime. I would give each side, here's your possession. You're going to start from the middle. hmm and the moment it goes out or back through the middle, next team's turn on the other side. Right. And when both of those are done, if we still got a tie, we'll do another one, right? Until yep, we've got just a winner.
0: Keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh I love the penalty kicks for theater. I just don't think as a competition, it's the best way to represent what soccer is or football, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um So yeah, but it's fun, right? I mean, it's fun. I like I, the I'm, I get where
2: it. And Bill Burr talked about this on his podcast, so he may have may say it better than I did. But I'm going to borrow some of his thoughts on it. Is that he said he started getting the fanaticalness of some of these fans because it is that world sport, like you're saying. Like they grew up dreaming of if they thought they were going to be a soccer player, it was oh I'm going to be on the World Cup, kicking that penalty kick to win the game, right? So they're into this, and like it's only every four years, and you're not guaranteed to make it every time, right? So like Mm -hmm. if there's a 70 year old man in the crowd who's never seen his team win a World Cup. He might be like, well, that's it. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean? like mm-hmm. I might not see this ever. So that's some fun of it. Like seeing that again for the theater, right? The, the oh, moments where the camera catches that is, is compelling to some extent. And I've gotten more into soccer watching uh, my son play. Um, so I, you know what I mean? Like some of the, oh, the game flow me. is more interesting to watch now, you know, than I used to be.
0: Uh, yeah. Trust me. I got FIFA 18. Uh, yeah. when I got my new PlayStation game. And so I love playing it as a video game cause it's way faster. Yeah. It's the, you know, the court or excuse me, the field is shrunk down. So it's more, uh, offensive friendly. Mm. Uh, but I, yeah, I start to look like, Oh, I, here's where I would cross. Okay. I would actually kick it back to the defender and then have the defender bring it up. And then, you know, I, I've been watching it a little bit more with a, yeah. a strategic eye because of the video game. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: they, there's so, something yeah, I, to that. I to to go off of the of the World Cup then, uh there was a study that I'd seen recently that came out that talked about that, that uh specifically with sports video games, that it was able to help young athletes improve their on field, on court athletic performance through that right there. Trying mm-hmm. out some things strategically that maybe they wouldn't be so open to try uh yeah, in, like, in real life first and things like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's essentially vis- visualization, right? Yeah, so right. They it's always a simulation tell you to Yeah, to visualize how you would win. So what video games does at least with sports is saying, "Okay, you visualize that you would do it this way. Try it." Right. Uh, it didn't work out. Okay, so now you got to figure something else out. Right. And so now you're going through all these simulations in your head, you're stimulating your competitive juices in your brain which that isn't scientific but you gotta right. get what i'm saying and then yeah so then when you're actually doing it you're relying That's on when well, the video game works so let's just try it here it was, I, there's actually been players in the nfl who've said that like wide receivers who have ran routes based off of what they did in madden right so of course yeah it makes total sense yeah. so Man, i think brain um, juices
2: is a very scientific term
0: I think, yeah, I, I think that's what should be uh, the title of this episode. Yeah, brain, brain juices. juices. <laughs>
2: yeah, I like that.
0: Hey, so speaking of brain juices, let's go into my favorite story. And again, this is another sports one. But UFC 226 was this past weekend, and it featured, first off, sidebar, before I get into um, what I'm going to talk about, which is Daniel Cormier, Brock Lesnar, the Daniel Cormier fight against Stipe Miochik. People are stupid. You're You're all stupid. You're just dumb. And, and and i don't i don't i don't like the public anymore i love them but i hate them and this is why connor mcgregor versus floyd mayweather a year ago today on 7/11/2017 uh, started their press conference tour right where they right. went went to all these different places and people were like oh my god Look at this. This is horrible. They're just talking all these four-letter words and they're just being so disgraceful. And it set almost all the pay-per-view records there ever has been.
1: Right?
2: Yeah, right, right.
0: We have in a combat sport the greatest heavyweight champion in UFC history in Stepe Miochik versus arguably a top three greatest fighter of all time. And Daniel Cormier moving up in weight class as the light heavyweight champion, trying to be only the second person ever to hold two belts at one time. The first being Conor McGregor. And you have this epic clash. They were nothing but respectful to each other. Mm. There were handshakes. Daniel Cormier called Stepe Miocic, who is a firefighter in his spare time, a hero. Stepe Miocic called Daniel Cormier and his Olympic uh, aspirations as a wrestler, uh, patriotic. They shook hands. Everything was gentlemanly and to a T, and what you want in sportsmanship, it didn't even get five hundred thousand buys. All right. So you general public whack-offs, you jack wagons, here <laughs> telling me till you're blue in the face how bad Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather is for society. And what I see is society likes that because numbers don't lie, and that pay per view did four times as much as the as the Cormier. And CPA Miocic fight, and that is bullcrap. Stop that with all these stupid opinion articles in the New York Times. With oh my god, the world's going. Blah, blah, blah. That, no, the world is going to hell, apparently, uh, and we're all loving it because we love the trash talk.
2: You know, a uh, uh, a man once said, "Controversy creates cash." Yeah, but so does greatness. It should. <laughs> does you it? Know what I'm saying? It doesn't. Know. There are you know countless starving. Uh, people with amazing talent.
0: Yeah. Oh, but this is, this is mind boggling how stupid the UFC is as a promoter that they have all of these resources. They just got bought out by a talent agency who creates stars that have stars such as uh, Mark Wahlberg, Conan O'Brien, all of these people yet. They can't build a press tour for the two arguably greatest fighters in their division fighting each other. Right. It's insane. And it was an awesome fight. It was only a first round fight. Uh, It was Stipe Miocic, heavyweight champion, versus Daniel Cormier, light heavyweight champion. Stipe Miocic uh, kind of dictated the pace of the fight. Um, He was the bigger man. He kind of wanted to go where... he, He took the fight where he wanted it to go. However, Daniel Cormier, very skilled, baited him in an underhook. And Daniel Cormier, Olympic... You know, level wrestler, when uh-huh. he gets into an underhook, he gives you a choice. You can either go over the uh, underhook and then you're going to go for a ride and he's going to double leg you into Texas, or you can dig underneath the underhook and then he's going to do what he did to Stipe, and that is throw a big right hand because your hands are down and knock you out. It was incredible. It was such like science. It was, you know, they say the sweet science of boxing. Yeah, okay. But the sweet science in MMA is impeccable in my opinion it was just art what he did to stipe it was incredible and again stipe greatest heavyweight champion so so far in ufc history so that fight should be getting all the press but it doesn't you know why because we had a silverback gorilla get called out and he decided to throw his bananas into the fourth row and then crawl monkey crawl his way into the ring with his suit that was tucked into his cowboy boots that's a real thing he did (sighs) yeah because You never know when the mud might get on the the flaps of your pants there. So you got to tuck it into your cowboy boots, you dork. And he cuts the most authentic, crazy, stupid, wonderful, beautiful, ugliest promos of all time. I love it. (laughs) Are you for real? I didn't see this. Oh, yeah. So he gets in there. How long is it? Can we play (laughs) it? I mean, it's all cuss words. So oh, unless you wow. want to, yeah, yeah, unless you want to bleep out everything, it's all cuss words. So I'll just give you the the um, the spark notes here. Sure. So Daniel Cormier wins. Joe Rogan goes into the cage. He says, "Daniel Cormier, you, you know, you're the first uh, man to hold the light heavyweight championship and the heavyweight championship uh, simultaneously." He goes, "Joe Rogan, let me get this microphone from you," which right there is crazy. Because Joe Rogan never gives up his microphone for anyone. Because if a fighter's just running around with a live mic, yeah. chaos couldn't right, Of course. It
2: did here. Of course.
0: So Daniel Cormier, to his um, credit, grabs the microphone and just goes, I'm here because, you know, I'm happy that I won. But there's a guy who I've known for a long time. We wrestled uh, in the same circles growing up. Uh, he's a former UFC heavyweight champion. He's a current WWE heavyweight champion. Brock Lesnar, get your ass in here! And Brock Lesnar walks up, like I said, just like a silverback, six hundred pound ape, uh, just w- crawling into yeah, he the. He looks
2: non-human.
0: Yeah. And he has bad teeth, by the way. For a man oh. that makes that much money, you have the worst teeth. They look—they literally look like shattered shattered glass in your mouth. Anyhow,
2: I saw somebody uh, uh, post that they look like um like dogs' meat bone treats.
0: <laughs> like the yeah.
2: Teeth, they like, yeah, they're exactly. real bad.
0: So uh, he gets it. So then he walks up to Cormier. He pushes Cormier, and Cormier is like, "What?" Side note. If you watch the video, the coolest thing is Cormier's boxing coach, who is five foot one, then pushes Brock Lesnar. And is like, what's you going to do about it? Brock Lesnar doesn't even acknowledge the little guy, which that guy is a legit boxer. Like, but, you know, come on. Right. Brock yeah, right. Six foot five, 300 pounds. Uh, doesn't even acknowledge him. And then they do this fun little like circling thing. And then Cormier pushes him a a little bit. And he's like, push me now. You'll go to sleep later. Push me now. You'll go to sleep later. And then (laughs) Lesnar grabs the microphone and just goes, Nganu is a piece of s, Miochik is a piece of s, Cormier, I'm covering for you, MFA. And throws. Because by this time, Joe Rogan has the microphone back throws the microphone which joe rogan is holding into the camera (laughs) and then just like and it's just like filled with rage his little head turns into a cherry and he's just like and he's like get out of my octagon this is my time i want to take
2: pictures you know what's great about that situation with him like standing there rogan holding the mic and then him throwing the mic that rogan is holding is that rogan's bit in one of his comedy acts was that uh, he's intimidated by Brock Lesnar to the point that he's like, it's not that I think that he would try to have sex with me, it's that he would try to use me as a condom to have sex with something bigger. <laughs> like yeah. I could only imagine that he was just like, I hope this does not go bad. <laughs> like, I do not yeah, want to well, be here when he starts swinging.
0: Yeah, because then Rogan kind of looked around like, well, <laughs> well, I guess that happened. We, yeah. I'm not really going to stop that again.
2: Yeah. Who's going to uh, tell Brock Lesnar hey, you should tone it, it down?
0: Right? right. And so then now you have it. So uh, Brock Lesnar hasn't really had a legitimate win in a decade. He's one in two in his last three fights. Uh, he tested positive twice for a banned steroid. Uh, didn't really serve a suspension because then he just uh, dropped out of the USADA testing program and uh, program went to the WWE kind of does that. And then now just pops up in UFC and now gets a heavyweight championship fight, which he will get hurt. So bad. yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. So if you look at Brock Lesnar closely, look at his face. He has a scar underneath one of his eyes. That's from a fight he had with Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez is a teammate of Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is Cain Velasquez 2.0. So if Cain Uh. Velasquez is going to do that to a younger, jacked, Freak of an athlete, Brock Lesnar. What do you think Daniel Cormier is going to do to an older, more strenuously tested, uh, slower Brock
2: Lesnar? Yeah, because that's the thing is, yeah, USADA's already going to be hot on him, so he can't. It's going to be hard to sneak something under the wire on this one. He can't mark hunt this one out out of the way.
0: Yeah, so it's it's insane. Uh, It was fun. But again, I, I couldn't believe how the general public just failed me in this epic collision between two of the all time greats who couldn't have been more sportsmanlike, more, you know, after school special, nice to each other. And you guys didn't care because someone didn't have a funny little catchphrase like red panty party like Conor McGregor. You jerks. <laughs> right. You jerks. Can't believe you guys.
2: All right, man. I'm gonna go refill my drink because you know that's what I do. Fill it back to the top. Yeah. Hey.
0: We'll, uh, do that, okay. and then when we come back, I like to tell people uh, where they can go and what they can do for fun in Kansas City. So let's yeah. uh, let's give them let's give them some guidance before yeah. we get out of
2: here. Yeah, we'll give them a, a few things to do because. Uh, Kansas City has got so many fun things to do That it can be overwhelming So Tom gives you a few things To get you in the right frame of mind To start thinking about some possibilities And we'll do that after our quick break When we come back to Tim and Tom
0: Fun fact, the University of Glasgow Offers a Homer Simpson Philosophy course
3: Town of people stand behind me, Killer city, got me Boy, the posse quick to catch a body If you try to stop me Put in word to show for me to be a legend, let it drive me Wasn't thinking about this back when I was chubby, young and snotty In the ghetto with my sister playing on the Tamagotchi, eventually you'll probably find me Off the coast of Abu Dhabi, elevator in the lobby, Columbiana beside me, going up they want to shoot me down. down. Oh, we think he better than us. They going to shoot me down. down. Said he's so fly. They going to shoot me down. down. They'll be posted outside just to shoot me down. Don't say nothing to police for they shoot me down. down. They'll be marching in the streets if they shoot me down. down. Tell me, listen, don't speak or they shoot me down. down. What these people don't see, you can't shoot me down. I'm bulletproof.
0: Tim and Tom. So, Tim, we have a fun week here in Kansas City. It is hot. It's going to be hot. Gosh, so hot. I don't hot. think it's ever going to not going to be hot. T- Before we get uh, into the
2: events, let me tell you another thing uh, my wife thought we should do over our break um, from this show was go and cut down more trees on the pond that we have talked about where we got to cut these trees down. Time is hot. You know how hot it is? I cut halfway into yeah. a tree and I was like, no, I, I looked and I was like, no, we can't no. No,
0: yeah, <laughs> like this got where we're going
2: back inside. Yeah. I was like, no, this is what, what time. What time did you try to cut the tree? This was probably 11 in the, in the morning. No. Yeah.
0: No, it Tim. was bad.
2: It was so bad. It's hot.
0: Yeah, you it is night. so hot. Right it's now is so when you hot. live like an owl, when you do everything, when the sun's down, like I do, my I do runs now. I'm mm. doing a lot of running lately. Yeah. All of my runs are either six 30 in the morning or, or 9 o'clock at
2: night? I've been working out. I've got a uh, regimen of 12 exercises that I do, and I do five sets of, of each, of 10 each. Like, there's, you know, some push-ups or sit-ups. There's butterfly cliques. There's, you know I mean? Kind of get a little quick full-body workout, and I try to do five sets of that every day. I've been starting to do that.
0: Five sets of what? Like well, 10?
2: Five sets of 10 of the 12 different exercises. Gotcha. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. a lot. It is. It takes, it takes a bit of time, you know? And some got some weights, like i got some curls in there, I've got some flies on the exercise ball, some things like that, you know, it's a little mix-in of stuff.
0: I like it. My, my workout today was a 60, it was four-time, 60-calorie bike ride, and then 60 uh, clean and jerks. Nice. nice. It was hard. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. And it was a one-on-one so that meant the coach was just watching me. So when you get in those group classes, it's good because yeah, they're still gonna correct you, you know. Yeah. But it's not every single time, so you can kind of get away with a couple. Right. Of them. I'm tired. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I might be leaning a little bit over the bar than I should, right? But when it's a one-on-one, it's every time he's like get your legs back it hurts you know what that bike ride was
2: i am very hard on myself when i'm doing things about trying to maintain form because i mean you're supposed to you know i mean you got to but like i've been doing weighted lunges and weighted squat like where i'm holding just barb dumbass you know whatever uh Mm -hmm. and they're not insane weights or anything but the lunges and the squats with those things really just i mean my legs the next day are just jello i can barely walk but yeah That's how, hey man, trying to get buff. So, all right, outside of getting buff, what are some cool stuff I can go do now that I'm going to look buff and go impress people at?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to give you all things to do indoors.
2: Okay, good. Right, good. Yeah, because it's hot. Too hot. It is hot. Yeah, so hot.
0: That was the original genesis of that comment. It's hot. Hot. Uh, Do things inside.
2: Because we got brain juices and we need to keep them cool inside.
0: Yeah, if you don't want to lose your brain juices from the sun rays, you stay indoors.
2: Yeah, who's got the tinfoil hat now?
0: Hey, that's, Ooh, you, that's like that that is
2: you like that science. callback?
0: You like that callback? We're calling people back?
2: Yes. Who are we calling back? Let's call back the, the seventh,
0: events. Let's call- <laughs> The seventh caller? Uh, okay, let's get it going here. The first event that I have for you is going to be Saturday, July 14th at 7 o'clock at the Sprint Center. Uh, one of the most popular bands in the world. Top 40 mainstay. Imagine Dragons.
2: Oh, yeah I really like these. I was just saying to you, uh, I need to listen to more. I haven't. I've only heard the big hits on radio, but every time I listen, I'm like, I should listen to that band more. It's a nice mix. It's got a beat. It's got a groove. It rap style lyrics, which I like, but it's also not your stand It's not a rap song, right? I wouldn't call it that. It's not. It's not hoes and money, right? Like it's you know, which is fun. I like that music too. That's a large part of my musical listening repertoire. But this is. This is it's unique. It's it's very identifiable as Imagine Dragons. I like it.
1: Yes.
2: All right. What day are they coming again? They will be here July fourteenth
0: at the Sprint Center. Uh, event starts at seven o'clock. Um, they're really good. That song in particular, I always think if the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder just absolutely hate it though, because it's played I think at every home game. Thunder.
2: Thunder, like, we oh, get yeah, it. For the Thunder, right. there's a Thunder. Yeah, I remember when the thunder, Royals thunder, thunder, did that thunder. with uh, the Royal song. The royal, whatever,
0: royal the Lord. song yeah, Lord. I want to be Royals. We get it. We get right. it. It's yeah. Royals. Get all it. Right. But this yeah. isn't about. Okay. Great. All right, let's move on. So Tuesday. That's a Tuesday night. Now, I said they were all going to be indoors. I lied uh, because I have low moral fiber. This is going to be at Starlight Theater. It starts at seven o'clock, which the sun's going down at that time, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be awesome. July 17th, Tuesday night at seven o'clock Starlight Theater, the jukebox heroes tour presents yeah. foreigner.
1: didn't know how to play it, but I knew for sure that one guitar.
2: This is the big part right here. Definitely a fun song, and Foreigner's got many other hits, obviously, but uh, this
0: is... But going, here's a good fun callback, going back to our Hunger Games review that we did in the uh, first part of the show, that's a great song because it's not about, you know, a a girl. It's about wanting to be the rock star. You saw it. It, It's in you. You want to be that. You want to grab the guitar. You want to rock it. You know? Love it. I don't know why I made that noise, but...
2: Uh, every Those show should Dean have a growl you, right? oh, a yeah, every,
0: show sh- every podcast should have a growl
2: That's just yeah, a standard Some sort of random a- guttural noise In every yeah, episode
0: uh, That's kind of the top 10 rules of podcasting uh, Peeking behind the curtain Just to let you know uh, Every show yeah, has a growl
2: Yeah, If you were to look up any website About you know, how do I podcast uh, yeah, Growl it's is going to be on there it, Every time somebody's emailed us uh, Thousands of times People have emailed us Um, about how, how do we start a podcast and be awesome? Like you two, um, I have to have our secretaries bring us the good ones because there's too many to review each week, but we answer those good ones and we tell them growl.
0: Yeah. And literally we're all doing it. I mean, think about it. We've got Joe Rogan does it. Mm -hmm. Adam Carolla does it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Drew does it. uh Um, uh
2: uh yes. Sarah Silverman does it All the NPR Uh podcasts
0: yeah yeah uh Stevensky does it um mm-hmm. uh, uh who who's the other oh you know who actually growls the most mm. is uh, fresh air mm. uh you know the little girl yeah um, yeah her right. she growls all the time who's another fun one Ellen if you didn't know that she she growls we all growl that just growling yeah, so there growl. you go yep. hey let's slow it down though and let's okay. move forward all right, all right. So that's a Tuesday night, right? Uh You just rocked out with Foreigner, the Jukebox Heroes Tour. Well, you want to keep it going because, man, that was a lot of fun at the Starlight Theater. But again, it's hot. It's hot. Now you've worked a long week,
2: right? You put in your 40 hours. Your brain juices are starting to boil. It's hot.
0: So now (sighs) you need to go inside and go to the spectacular Sprint Center Friday, Uh July 20th at 7 p.m., you have one of the most iconic duos of all time, Daryl Hall and John Oates.
1: Strong, you know it don't matter anyway.
3: You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. girl. And it's gone too far, you know it don't matter anyway.
2: Hall and Oates. Uh... I will never not think of the mustache every time I hear a hollow notes. This has been Tom sing along. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I always think hey. of like, yeah. I think of every
0: 80s guy, every 80s white guy getting dumped when I think of hollow notes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Hey, I wonder how, how many listeners a week would we get if our podcast was Tom Sings Along. To the hits of Hall and Oates, right? You just We're taking kind of, over, right? And We're not even over. like karaoke, like you're just singing along to the YouTube playing of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, bitch, girl. Right? Yeah, and like yeah. not every part, like especially when you don't know the words and you're just mumbling. I think that would really go over well. <laughs> right. It's a rich girl,
0: <laughs> rich girl, yeah. rich girl remix. <laughs> yeah, just, there it is. Top of the charts.
2: Tom the sings charts. along. That's the Tom name of our new podcast endeavor. Tom yep. sings along. You know what? This, is, uh, this might. I'm kind of. Hey, this might this take off. The Yep.
0: Uh, <laughs> send them in, right? At Tim and Tom KC. Uh who, what songs do you want to hear? Huh? Yeah, Come on. Give me here
2: to your favorite hits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would be a great show. Uh, all right, let's
0: keep it going. Uh so now you've got some great eighties tunes, right? Hollow notes. Mm-hmm. Just blew your brain juices all around your brain
2: mm-hmm. and, and now you need it's to reconfigure. It's ripping out your ears at this point.
0: Right, so now we gotta reconfigure. But now we also gotta get the juices flowing, right? It's good to see some primal activity. It's Mm -hmm. good to be in tune with your mammal uh, characteristics, right? You're a mammal. Yeah. Right.
2: Right. Eat
0: meat. We also fight. Right. So on July twenty first, the only two things I do
2: besides podcasting. Yeah. Eat meat and fight.
0: I'm eating meat right now. Right. Yeah. And growling. Arr! well you can growl at this event this is gonna be a fun one and i will be there it's gonna be saturday july 21st doors open at six uh you're looking about getting out of there around 11 30 if uh my calculations are correct and i like to keep a tight show uh invicta fc 30 now for those who are unfamiliar with invicta fc it is invicta fighting championships it's an all female uh organization so it's all female fights uh, and it's been around for a while. This is going to be their 30th event here at the Scottish Rite Temple in nice. Kansas City. Uh, for those who want the address, because uh, sometimes Scottish Rite Temple is hard to find, it's 1330 East Linwood Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri, 64109.
1: Uh
0: huh. Yeah. And I will uh, be backstage coordinator. So I will be making sure that all these fun. fights started on time, all of these fights. Uh, are are displayed in their correct manner. It's going to be on, uh, if you're not in Kansas City and you're listening to this outside of the area, it will be on UFC Fight Pass, so you can tune in there.
2: If if uh, I can interject here, too, when Tom Stacey's the backstage coordinator making sure like these things go off, I want to make this clear what Tom's doing. If, if you've ever watched a show, uh, like a reality show, that follows a celebrity or something, and they've got their whatever they call them their assistant their manager whatever but the person that logistically does everything that that celebrity wants that's what tom kind of does for the owner of the fight promotion in these Mm -hmm. places right they're sitting there hobnobbing you know getting you know advertisers whatever doing they've got to do right sitting in the crowd talking to people tom is running the show he's got a headset on he's screaming he's bouncing back and forth he's that person like when there's like when you watch those shows where they're setting up big uh uh ballroom events and somebody's that person right That looks like they're about their veins gonna pop out of their neck because if this doesn't happen now everything's backed up 10 minutes right like that's what tom's doing uh it's really fun i've seen you do it in action it's it's a lot it's intense and you wouldn't think about that when you're there watching an event like this but i do now because of something like this
0: yeah, and you also have to take into account, not to pat myself on the back, but I'm dealing with people who are anxious, scared, and violent. Yeah. So it's not just like I'm doing a concert where I'm just making sure that the lead singer has his favorite type of whiskey right. next yeah. to him. Or I've the cheese make sure he's arriving
2: they, on time, right?
0: Yeah, I've got to make sure that all that stuff is right, and then also that the person checks out, in this case the woman checks out, as far as her medicals and uh, gloves, and then fights the other person.
2: So – in that regard, so all that, all that we just mentioned, Thomas, something that I wanted to ask you about that it just kind of hit me that have never talked about. Because you do this for, and have done this, for many organizations, right? Invicta, Kansas mm-hmm. Fighting Alliance, yep. many others we have not named, right? Yep. Uh, Titan yep. Fighting was a big one. Um, yep. There's just uh, Shamrock FC. I know you've done yep. uh, there's several around here that I can't even probably name that have come and gone. Well... And it's intense, and there's a lot to do. And the bigger it is, especially with Invicta, Invicta now widely known national brand, their thirtieth major event like this. Um, these mm-hmm. are female, so with the ones yep. I've seen you do this at, were male, and mm-hmm. you can walk right in the locker room and go, "Yo, bruh, mm-hmm. you got to get through the athletic commission. They need to sign off on this. I, I need you're going up too far. I need to get this done, right?" Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you can't do that. No, the yeah, female. no, I do. You, you, know, you just walk yeah, right up I in do. the female locker room. Okay, yeah. so is that is it laid back like that, or I mean, is it? Yeah, do they still yeah, have yeah. their. Because I females are generally more conservative in what they're going, they want to see men seeing when they're changing and when they're doing that sort of stuff. So oh, I just so yeah, how that works. as far as.
0: Oh, well, as far as like the changing and things like that. No, of course I don't see that. They have right. their own separate bathrooms to do that. But with Invicta, it's all pro fights. And so with all pro fighters, the Missouri Athletic Commission states that once you wrap your hands, right? So once you arrive, you can hang out and do whatever you want and be fine. But that's where it's my uh, objective is to get you into the locker room and get you ready for the fight, right? Right. But, but once you wrap your hand – your hands to fight the athletic commission essentially just follows you everywhere. So if you want to go to the bathroom, that's awesome. But they're going to stand outside the door uh, because uh, if you wrap your hands and then say, now this is such 1920s boxing, uh, myths yeah, and stuff, it doesn't really happen. Right. 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 So this is making sure that, hey, I'm not putting a roll of quarters or I'm not vaseline my face so that if they punch me, it rolls off of it. Or I'm not slicking my body so if they go to grapple, I can get out of it easier. So once you wrap your hands, then the Missouri Athletic Commissioner – commission uh, officer, which there's many of them, will follow that fighter just everywhere. Just making sure like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? But then they still answer to me as far as like I'm saying, hey – You know, you're up in 10 minutes. Hey, now you're up in five minutes. Hey, you're going now. Like, you got to go. So,
2: So, and and in this role, you're often in and out, behind the curtain, in front of the curtain, running out to do things. So, for anybody that wants to take Tom up on this suggestion and go see this show, as we say it every time. If you see Tom running around with the headset, you'll notice he'll be the guy running around with the headset looking like he's about to punch someone, Uh, you know what I mean? Because that's just how these things always work out. But he loves it. Um, And it's it's a sport he loves and people he knows and something he's passionate about. So all that works out well. But it is our guarantee if you go to one of these events that Tom's running and you see Tom and you yell out, hey, Tom, we guarantee Tom might say hi back.
0: Guarantee that I might consider saying something in return
2: right that is our guarantee to you that if you yell out hi tom tom might consider saying consider something back to
0: you. saying something back that could be friendly or could be threatening
2: right yeah we don't guarantee yeah. any of the contents you know you know, of know what i'm going right because right. again we've told you what tom may be dealing with in any <laughs> moment
0: actually funny story uh so one of my first early events it was titan 19 it was a really stressful one it was actually uh uh, bobby lashley wwe superstar fought for us uh and uh his entourage was a little bit difficult not that they were like bad or anything but they were just very like hey particular we want it done our way and i was like you're not doing it your way you know you're doing our way you're in our venue shut up right Uh, uh, in the nicest way possible. I didn't say that verbatim. Anyhow, so I'm trying to accommodate and I'm trying to find ice for them. And so I go to the concession area cause you know, ice is obviously in the concession area. And so I was going to make a makeshift ice bag where I was going to take a Ziploc bag, uh, wrap that up, put the, you know, put the ice in there, wrap it up. There's your makeshift ice bag. Right. So as I go to the concession area, one of my, uh, good friends. And actually at the time, my, uh, business partner, I guess you could say, because I co-owned uh, a retail store called uh, In The Cage right. uh, with Brad. Uh, his name was Brad. Uh, Brad saw me as he was waiting in line to get a beer, and he goes, Hey, T-Mac. And I go, What in the hell do you want? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I just <laughs> like, <laughs> he was trying to be so nice i just was so i had it because i was so overwhelmed i didn't know like it was it was i was at my max and i couldn't stand hearing my name again I had, he was, he's like hey teammate, <laughs> like, what, are you what f- do you want
2: <laughs> i had a somewhat similar experience though not necessarily angry but uh, flashback to the NWL thing that we've uh, discussed on this show and you know, friends of ours in this wrestling organization that was running. is supposed to be big time. Uh, I kept trying to convince a guy at work who used to be a big wrestling fan. I was like, you should come out and check out this new show, this new company that's starting up, right? Kept trying to convince him. Kept trying to convince him. We're a couple shows into it. You and I decided we're going to grab some of these wrestlers because we're doing a pro wrestling podcast at the time and we're going to make a funny video and we're going to post it online, right? And one of the guys... His gimmick in wrestling is he's a wine connoisseur, right? Mm -hmm. And our funny thing is we're going to bring, for a wine tasting, we're going to bring, like, boxed wine, Boone's Farm, right? Just some terrible wine and have him just berate us, right? Just have him go off on us, be disgusted, and have it be funny. Well, in setting this up, we're working with the guy. We're going through it. He's all down. They're going to play along. I drop a bottle and shatter an entire full bottle of wine all yeah. over the stands about 30 minutes before, or not even 30, it's like the doors are getting ready to open soon. And we're what? running around trying to find a towel to clean up wine. I am. Because you guys are just <laughs> laughing at me. You're like, you clean up. I, <laughs> I <love everybody. laughs> so hard. <laughs> everybody. Uh, and then we had to, like, cancel the whole thing. And we never did it. And so, like, I'm running around trying to find towels of any kind to clean this up. And that guy finally shows up. He's, like, in line waiting for a hot dog. And he's like, Tim, hey. And I'm like. Oh, <laughs> Like, of course. <laughs> and I was like, hey no. man, what's up? And he goes to shake my hand. I've got wine all over my hands. And I'm like, I can't shake your hand right now, dude. And this guy is, like, he's 6'8", 300 pounds. So I don't want to insult him, but I'm like, I'm covered in wine. I'm just like, dude, I. so I've got to explain to him <laughs> that I dropped a bottle of wine. Oh, it's terrible. Those moments are always the worst. So, yeah. Tom, yep. you're, 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 <laughs> busy, you're stressed out some victim, but the fights are going to be amazing. They do put on a great show. They're on the UFC. Are they still in the UFC fight pass? They were yep. at some point, no, they they are. Still are. Yep. Uh, which means they've got to be, you know, legit. If they're going to be showcased on another company's, uh, stuff, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're not just going to yeah, throw no, out some bum operation. So
0: yeah, there's no CM punk fights. When you watch this organization, they're all top notch. So it's going to be good.
2: Right. So, all right. So, what hey, do you Let's get again? on
0: out of here, though. You ready to uh, wrap this all up? So, let me uh, review real quick before we get out of here. Imagine Dragons. That is going to be yes. on July 14th at the Sprint Center. Then, Tuesday, July 17th at the Starlight Theater, the Jukebox Heroes Tour presents Foreigner. Then, keeping it going, Friday, July 20th at 7 p.m. again at the Sprint Center, Hall of Notes. And then, wrapping it in all up for your events coming up. July 21st at the Scottish Rite Temple in Victa FC 30.
2: I like that. I like that. All right. So we will just get out of here. I'm going to go refill my drink again. Because uh, why not? You're pee yeah.
0: in the middle of the night. Poach you're so old, up. you're going to pee at 2 o'clock in the morning.
2: Oh, probably seven times because, you know, the yep. prostate's swollen. Uh, why not? You know what I mean? I got the walker set right beside the bed to help me get there. Um, you know what I mean? Yes, weekend.
0: can. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's yes, going to be amazing. I got my life alert bracelet on in case I fall down. I got some Werther's Originals placed randomly around in candy dishes all around the house in case I got a little sweet craving, Uh, you know what I mean? And my orthopedic shoes are going to let me walk around all day without, uh, you know, with minimal pain in my knees, right? Sketchers. Sketchers. Talking about it. That's right. Maybe Maybe a crock or two. So we will come back next week with some more Tim and Tom.
0: Fun fact, the Beatles would refuse to play at America concerts where audience were segregated and they wrote that in their contracts.
3: Good for them. And I need that. All work, no play. One day, I promise it's gonna pay off. So set in my way, swear I may never take a day off. Uh, no way they taking shots, man. They off, way off. Uh, treat every game like it's the playoffs, right? All work, no play. Man, I may never take a day off. Uh. I remember talking to my parents, told them college ain't an option. Yo, they wasn't trying to hear a nigga, no. Trying to get these folks to lend here ear. They get no credit without merit. Wasn't really trying to hear a nigga. Blow. I recall the day I almost quit it, very vivid, so conflicted Won't revisit where I was a year ago The tension in the I had to clear it Had the vision in my spirit, intuition Listen, I was meant for more, I cannot take a L I'm earning from it, or I'm learning from it I would never fail, I'd parasail through hell I watched them niggas bail on me on the trail Oh well, ice vein, no sweat, only rain, all hell Watch a nigga do the most, oh, I'm going local. It's definite, my shit gon' jam you definitely so-so I go and get it for the fam, that's the grind that you don't know I'm all Always going off, go, pro, go, ah. All work, no play. One day, I promise it's gon' pay off. So set in my way, swear I may never take a day off. Uh-uh. No way they taking shots, man. They off, way off. Uh, treat every game like it's the playoffs, right? All work, no play. Man, I may never take a day off and i may never take and never take a, never take we only elevate we elevators elevate, us. We elevate uh, and i may never take and never take a, never take a, we only elevate we elevators elevate elevators elevate, elevate us.
0: tim and tom